The Daily Becoming podcast was created with the everyday woman in mind. Tune in to hear from real women as they share real stories about becoming. I'm your host, Danielle Boyd. Let's learn, grow, and become together. Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Becoming podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Boyd, and I'm super excited to have a longtime friend. I mean, when I say we literally grew up together, that's the truth. It's not just something that, you know, people say, oh, I grew up with her. No, we really grew up together. Uh, Crystal Reynolds, we knew each other before we were Reynolds and Boyd. Um, (laughs) Babies, you know, not married, not moms, grew up in church together and school together. And I'm just glad she's here. We are continuing our conversation or our theme for the month of June around how does she do it? Um, Not necessarily how was it done? Because we know this is an ongoing thing. We're learning, we're growing, we're moving. And so my special guest today is Crystal Reynolds. And Crystal, would you go ahead and introduce yourself to the community here? Well, Danielle, first of all, thank you for having me. I am delighted to be a part of the Daily Becoming podcast um, as a guest today. I am Crystal Reynolds, and I am a child of God, first and foremost. (laughs) Yes. Um, I am a wife, a mother of two girls, a small business owner, entrepreneur, and, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. I am here to try to soak up all that I can to be better and to do better. And listen, I love that. And one thing I can say, having known Crystal and still knowing Crystal is that she's always exuded passion. You know, she's always exuded this passion and confidence and, you know, everything that she does, but specifically, you know, in the area of music and arts. And, you know, we're kind of going to kind of dig into that today, but primarily just talking with her about being passionate, multi-passionate, turning passion to profit and what all that means, because that's a buzz phrase these days. So, (laughs) you know, we're going to, we're going to hear from someone who has experience with the passion to profit and just following in that. So, you know, Crystal, can you tell us when you knew, you know, that you wanted to pursue a career in music? Because I, of course, know that you come from a musical family and I really enjoyed hearing the most recent, um, one of your most recent podcast episodes when you kind of went back to those beginnings and, you know, traveled through time. For me, that was everything because, you know, you think you know somebody and you, you know, you really don't, you know, yeah. cause we kind of, you know, traveled up to a certain point and life took us in different directions. And now we're kind of um, catching up with each other, but knowing that you came from a musical family, I know for some people that's kind of a turnoff, like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to keep doing this. I'm done with this, but right. how, how did this, you know, come about? How did music become a passion for you? Well, you know, music has always been a part and around me. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't get away from it. Uh, <laughs> right. For me, I think when I, I was in high school, that mm-hmm. was the first time that I really saw myself on big stages Mm -hmm. uh, because I saw other people that looked like me doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not necessarily from my neighborhood or in my community, but it's the people that you see on TV that look like you or other folks you hear, oh, such and such comes from a small town. So it gave me more confidence. And then to take that a step further, once I got to college, and I've met so many other talented people yeah. like yourself. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe one day I can actually pursue this and make a living from it. Yeah, well, you know, I I I appreciate that nod, Crystal, but clearly, <laughs> you know, talent can run short and run long. Crystal and I, you know, we uh, we also went to undergrad together. And so, you know, we traveled in a circle in undergrad, sang in the gospel choir, sang in an acapella group that she started along with um, another friend of ours that 
really left a mark on the campus. I don't know. Is vision still a thing at UNC that you're aware of? You know, of? it's still a thing. And okay. Misi gets all the credit for that. She's okay. the okay. one, the founder. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was a visionary. I got it. Yeah, so yeah. shouts out to Francis Kingsbury. I need to actually yes. get her on the podcast okay. too. But Absolutely. Yeah, so the passion, you know, is one thing. But how did you know, when did you decide that you also wanted to make it, went, want to make a career out of, or being in the music industry? Well, you know, there's a lot about the music industry that a lot of people don't know. Mm -hmm. And there was so much that I didn't know about the inner workings of it, because what's in your face is the final product, Mm -hmm. the person after they put out their album, you know, the producer, the songwriter, but you don't know about the other side of the industry either. And I think for me, it was seeing people that I call my comrades and friends Mm -hmm. doing what I do now. And them saying, hey, you know, we travel 50 weeks out of the year and this is what we made in our annual revenue. And I'm like, oh, okay." so (laughs) maybe down the road, it could be a possibility. Um, And then for me also, my husband, Zach, took the step first. Okay. And so when he took the step and I kind of watched his progress, Mm -hmm. I was still working my nine to five, loving it because, Danielle, I have two passions. I hear you. Um, And that was a nonprofit, education, and music. Okay. But there came a point where I said, you're going to have to make a choice. And I was kind of prodded by a friend of mine who told me the same thing. She said, Crystal, listen, you might be gung-ho about these two worlds, Mm -hmm. but ultimately you're going to come to a place and a turning point where you really need to zone in on what you're going to spend the rest of your life doing. Hmm. And uh, I made that hard decision. And I won't spoil it because I want people to go to the podcast and <laughs> yeah, hear the episode, yeah. right? Breaks it um, all down in that episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll make so, sure we actually share the link to that specific episode in the show notes too. Absolutely. But yeah, I think I came to a point where I said, I can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I was already moonlighting in it. And I really just had to make the decision. Of course, you count up your cost. Mm-hmm. You figure out if you can afford to jump. Right. Uh, And then you think about, right, you think about your talent and your abilities and all the transferable skills Mm -hmm. and it's either do or die. Like, let's go now because there's never a good time to become an entrepreneur. It's either you're going to make the decision or you're just going to continue doing what you've always been doing. So she dropped the nugget right there. That's for somebody that's lingering on a fence (laughs) whose pants are getting ready to rip. Um, (laughs) You need to go ahead on and take that step over, you know, like Crystal yeah. said to make it came down to a decision, having to yeah. make decisions and making decisions is not an easy thing to do. No. Um, you know, it, Crystal also mentioned counting up the cost, making wise decisions, you know, let's let's say that. Right. Uh, you know, not just any decision, but um yeah. my hat goes off and I applaud you and anyone who has taken that step because it is not easy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm more of a side hustler because I have a full-time job yes. and you know, I recognize I'm still learning the ins and outs of entrepreneurship and you know, diving into certain passions, but to make a decision and a choice to say, "Hey, I'm going full force with this." My hat goes off because that is a bold step. So Let's talk about that, though, because, again, we're not going to spoil the um, episode that we referenced already on Crystal's podcast. She and her husband share a podcast, Musically Hitched. Um, But, Crystal, can you you can answer this yes or no. Was your pathway linear? You don't have to dig in because I know that's a big part of the episode. But was it a linear path to pursuing this passion um, and going into a full force, full fledged career of music? 
I would say yes and no. Okay. Yes, because I always kept music at my side. Okay. I always found a way to stay active. Now, granted, I wasn't always getting paid for those musical activities that I was Mm -hmm. doing, but I knew it was more of a seed along this journey Mm because you got to work for free for a while (laughs) until you can turn that passion into profit. And that's really, yeah, you know, (laughs) that's really what I did for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I would go home and say, well, you know, I put all these hours into this project and I'm not getting paid. And sometimes mm-hmm. that does bother you. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when you think about the end goal, yeah. I really thought about where it could lead me. Yes, I might be doing this now for free. Mm-hmm. But as I am moonlighting and for the, the opportunities that I am taking and I am getting paid, maybe I need to put a little bit aside from that and then redirect that into the venture because mm-hmm. at one at some point I am going to jump and take the leap. I don't know when it's going to be, but I can also make my plan. Okay. To do that. So I kept music by my side. I created a network. I tried to challenge myself uh, to do more than I thought I could. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of that. There were certain skills that I did not think were strong enough to put on display. Okay. But at the same time, I had to dig in and find my confidence. Um, and, and I'll tell you this once, uh, before I jumped into this full time as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, and um, we had started surround sound, which is our band. Right. Um, and we uh, were putting the group together and, uh, we had a choreographer, we were learning everything that we needed to put our show together. Right. And I kept watching him and I kept saying to myself, I can do this too, because there was a day, Danielle, where I wanted to be like a video vixen, you okay. know, the clean All version, right, like clean version. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the person that everybody came to, to say, direct this for me, do mm-hmm. this. And so I used the little skills that I had from going back to our CFC days from yes. dancing there to doing other things with dance and music. And I pulled it all together and we went from hiring him to being more self-contained. Okay. And I've been doing that for the last five years with the group. Wow. Choreographing and putting the show together along with members of our team, mm-hmm. because I said to myself, I can do this instead of putting the money into someone else. Let me put that into marketing or let me put that into equipment. You know what I'm saying? It's just a different way of approaching it. Yeah. That's amazing to hear. And I love hearing about the building blocks. You know, you talked about building blocks, but you also talked about, you know, transferable skills. You also talked about that confidence and the leap that it takes. Um, Because, of course, we're talking about how does she do it? So as Crystal's talking, I hope y'all are listening because she's dropping (laughs) a lot of gems along the way. So I hope you're picking them up. And you also talked about um, it almost feels like you had to kind of come to yourself (laughs) like, hmm, you know, light bulb went off. Um, How far along in the journey would you say it took for that light bulb to go off. And that kind of, you know, flows into our next, you know, the next question that I have for you, which was, which is what have you learned about yourself on this journey? Wow. Well, I had to write this down because I've learned (laughs) so much, right? Okay. So (laughs) uh, here are some things, you know, I've learned that I'm very resilient, Mm. that a lot of times before you make a decision, you are faced with so many challenges. And I'm talking about the decision to pursue your dreams. Okay. You know, it seems like everything on the left is going great while you're building your dreams on the right and everything looks rosy on the left. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is secure and stable while, while on your right, it's like, You mean I got to build this bridge myself? So it seems more comfortable Mm -hmm. to stay over here. And I am not knocking moonlighting. 
I am all for that. If you can focus on the multifaceted things that you're doing, by all means, go for that. It is nothing wrong with it. I did it. And that was another thing you said that I wanted to point out is surrounding yourself, you know, really surrounding yourself and keeping yourself involved and active in the passion. But go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. No, no, you have to do that. You have to surround yourself with that venture because how will you know if you're dedicated to or not? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like you can't just pull it up when you feel like and say, oh, let me just dabble into this. And then two years later, I'm going to pick it back up. No, it has to be consistency Mm -hmm. in order to figure out if this venture will grow and become what you want it to be. So I learned that I am more resilient than I imagined. Okay. Um, I am, you know, I know how to build. Mm -hmm. When you build something, you put everything that you have into it, your money, all your other non-tangible resources. Right. Um, You know, you you are bringing in your network to support you. You're asking for help along the way. Mm -hmm. Building takes courage. Building takes sacrifice. And it also takes a level of focus where no matter what, you don't get sidetracked. Right. Okay. I might have to put it down for a month, Mm -hmm. but by all means, I'm getting back you know, in my construction, you know, suit and equipment, I'm I'm going back to building again. I just right. had a temporary pause. That's awesome, Crystal. And they all kind of relate to each other. They're links to the resilience and links to the stick to itiveness and the hard work and self-awareness is something that also has been a theme as you're talking, you know, just knowing yourself knowing the season that you're in, knowing what you're capable of, knowing what you need to ask for help with or for, which is very important because I think, you know, as women, I've, I've reached a place, I'm reaching a place where I'm learning to stop being so prideful and learning to just say, okay, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Somebody to help me. You know, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So no. it's good to hear. That is, that is good to hear. Yeah. So, this is kind of a, a fill in the blank question. Okay. The truth about turning your passion into profit is. You will spend lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I mean that with all sincerity. Okay. You know, you can't ask people to invest in your dream if you're not. Okay. You cannot ask people to support your cause if you have not gone the extra mile. Okay. I remember there was a situation um, when we were building the business at first where we had put in an amount of money and, you know, we felt like that was all we had budgeted to put yeah. into it. And we went to this supporter and we said, hey, you know, this is what we've done. Would you, you know, what do you think about this product? Mm -hmm. And he said to us, it's nice, but it's not where it needs to be. You're going to have to go back to the drawing board and come up with more resources to make it better. And we said, well, (laughs) do you have any suggestions? Because we've already pulled all of our cards. He said, you need to belly up. We said, we don't have no more belly. (laughs) Right. But you know what we did? After that that conversation, we said, hmm, have we really tapped into all of our resources to ensure Hmm. that after all of this time and all of this effort that we get the result that we intended? Mm-hmm. And we had not tapped into all of our resources. And that doesn't necessarily mean out of our pockets alone. Right, that's right. asking for, you know, in-kind donations. Mm-hmm. It's asking for other people to support the cause as well. So when you think you've given all that you can to your dream and your goal, and you're right at the end, sometimes you're faced with someone saying, you can do more. Mm-hmm. You can provide more quality. You can provide this as an excellent product or service. And you really have to dig deep to figure out how you can make that happen. Digging deep, digging deep. (laughs) 
Oh my that, God. I'm that, learning how to dig deeper, you know? Digging yeah. deep. People, you know, throw that around too, but you know, we're not having real conversations about how that looks and feels. So that's another topic for another day. And then, so, you know, if I may say this, uh, go ahead. People glamorize dream seeking and dream action oriented activities. Entrepreneurship right. is glamorized all the time. It is. The truth of the matter is you're going to be the one up late at night. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the last one at the table selling your products. <laughs> right. At first, and maybe you eventually hire people to help you, mm-hmm. but, but your time and talents will be expended to the max. You're going to drink from a fire hose every day, 24 seven. Now wow. we haven't even talked about being a mom and a wife and all this we're getting there (laughs) so if we're just talking about turning your passion into profit i'm telling you it will it will test everything within you and it's for the good it really is for the good yes well i'm glad that you ended that that way (laughs) you know but like it feels like you have to get there and you know people don't want to get there like you said because there's so much glamour around you know, what people don't actually know is going on was taking place behind the scenes. So y'all heard it. You heard (laughs) it, you know, being passionate and pursuing your passion and turning passion into profit costs on many levels. And you got to be willing to pay the price. So, you know, we, we kind of jumped into the motherhood, wifehood, all that, all that stuff, but how are you doing all of that, Crystal, as a wife, as a mom of two, because how old are the girls? Eight and one. Okay. Eight adorable. And one. They're so yes. adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is there is a gap. So the older yeah, one can help yeah. sometimes, you know, yeah. but you know, I would say asking for help. You touched on that earlier, mm-hmm. how we need to not be prideful and speak up and ask. That's mm-hmm. been hard for me because as a mom, you want to be seen as a superhero. Yeah. I got one on my uh, my hip <laughs> and I'm holding the other one's hand. Or uh-huh. if you only have one, it's I'm giving my all to this child. Right. right. But ultimately, we have to be givers as moms and as wives. Or even if you're not a wife, as a woman, I believe right. God has made us a special kind of individual because we wear so many hats. I agree. But there is no way that we will survive and thrive and try to do it all alone. We will die. That's true. Literally, physically, <laughs> because we just don't have the health, the energy, or just the know-how to solve problems within our circle, within yeah. our bubble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you said that um, because burnout is a real thing and being overwhelmed is a real thing and piling on is something that we have to stop doing. And that's not to say that we can't go out and pursue, but it's like Crystal said, it's it's the thriving. You know, we don't want to just be surviving and making it, you know, from day to day. My sisters and I have these conversations all the time about how you know, our mothers and, you know, aunties and grandmas before us, they didn't have a lot of the options that we have now. So we saw them having to make it work. You know, they were having a make it work moment every day of their life. And that's not a bad thing that that was the example that we had because we learned how to get out there and work. We learned how to hit the pavement. We learned how to, you know, to pray and trust God. And we learned how to, you know, build a circle. But, you know, it's like they say, when you know better, you do better. And that's not discrediting our examples because we had amazing examples. I love your mom and your dad. But, you know, we have those examples so we can figure out what to pull apart, what to pull from those examples and how to apply it to where we are in our current life. So 
Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That I love, I love how you tied that together. So just curious to know, why do you think it's important for women to embrace being multi-passionate or being passionate about something? I know that, you know, most women or most folks that I know at this point, they have their hands in a lot of different things and there's, you know, there, there isn't anything wrong with that, but then there's also the aspect that we talked about of being a woman and taking care of ourselves and taking care of our circle and taking care of our husbands and taking care of our children and, you know, (laughs) all the other things that we have going on. So, you know, why is it important for us to not put things that we hold dear and that we feel that we're skilled and gifted in on the shelf? Because time will pass you by. Uh, (laughs) I always tell my daughter, I say my oldest daughter, I say, we know time never speeds up or slows down, but it certainly feels like it speeds up. That's true. And if we keep putting things on hold that we know God has placed in our heart to do, we feel convicted to do, or we just know this has to be what I'm supposed to pursue, Mm -hmm. then someone will not be reached Mm. by that thing or that service that you're supposed to provide. So you're not reaching the community that is assigned to you, you know, and I'm not trying to be churchy or spiritual here, but I think it's real. I think Mm -hmm. it's about digging deep and looking at the personality that you have, the characteristics that you're innately given Mm -hmm. and using that for good, figuring out how can I leave this world better than when I entered it? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I truly believe that we all are given something special that nobody else has, even people with what we call exceptional skills, Mm -hmm. right? Exceptional challenges. There's something that we need to use to impact others. So the longer you sit on it, Mm -hmm. the more you're going to live in regret. The longer you sit on it, you'll begin to feel like my time has been wasted. And no matter, even if you don't have anybody supporting you and telling you, you can do it. Mm -hmm. You have to have that internal confidence and faith that I have uh, everything within me that I need to accomplish greatness, whatever that looks like for you, because it's different for everyone. Right. So it, it is a must to pursue, pursue, pursue to achieve the goals that you believe are right for you, because ultimately you're the only one that can walk in your shoes. We only get one life, YOLO, right? (laughs) You only live once. And that is the truth. That's the truth. We have to live out our lives loud in color with no apologies, meaning that Mm -hmm. we need to do things with excellence and and try to bring other people along with you. You know, find your community that you need and let them know what you're striving to become. That's right. the only way that they can hold you accountable. Well said. And that's really what being a good steward is, you know? Absolutely. I, I don't have to say anything more. Crystal <laughs> wrapped it all up, all true. And I agree with her a hundred percent. You gotta go do it. You gotta go forward. You got to go for it as well, you know, and do it today. Do it today. today. Sit down, like mm-hmm. Crystal said earlier, count up the cost, do your research, you know, yeah. reach out to someone who you see might be doing something similar. Um, don't worry about if they're doing the same thing. There's room right. for all of us. Be yes. teachable, you know, be willing to, you know, shift and change. And that's yeah. mindset more than anything. It starts here you know, and then it has to work its way through your actual being, (laughs) you know, no scientist here, no medical professional, but you know, it, it does start psychologically 
there yes, mentally, you have to make that shift. And as Crystal stated, yeah. having faith to believe that what God placed on the inside of you must come out, has to come out. It's not just for you. It's for someone else. So Crystal, how can we follow you? Tell us all about all of your uh, links, social media, website, how they can connect with the band. And we'll yes. make sure we share all of that in the show notes as well. Thank you. So for me personally, you can um, go to my page on Instagram, Crystal, like Christ, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L. Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Mom and Dad. So Crystal in Reynolds. Crystal, that's how uh, my name is pronounced. Crystal in Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. If you want to check out our band, um, we're at Surround Sound Band. Um, and then we have a podcast called Musically Hitched that you can find on all podcast platforms. And we also have a YouTube page for Musically Hitched as well. Yes. And as a podcast lover and lover of music, I love the show. I love the Thank show. You. Highly recommended. 10 out of 10. Go listen, subscribe, down, download, and stay abreast of all the episodes and conversations that have taken place there. Crystal, again, I can't thank you enough. Um, I really appreciate you and I'm wishing you and Zach and the girls all the best. God's best, of course. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Danielle, for having me. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and tell a friend. Also, you can check us out at www.dailybecoming.org. Spread the word. 